You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Endless Party. We welcome are back. so grateful you are here to join us. So this is a slightly different but similar podcast. It's the Be a Monster Party. And this actually stems from, I think, a lot of different things. But that exact phrase actually comes from Jordan Peterson. And whether you agree with his politics or not, like, that's a different story. But the dude has some sound logic on just striving to be a better person. Yes, and, like, pursuing virtue and just, like, trying to be, like, an upstanding citizen. Yeah, like, his whole aim in life is, excuse me, is to combat tyranny, right? Yeah, tyranny. Tyranny, sorry. Um, Oh, same thing, people just say it different. And so, that's, like, his aim, his goal. And one of the things that he talks about is this understanding that so many people believe that you need to be non-aggressive, non-assertive, non-competitive, that you should be meek and mild and kind. And I think those are all great attributes and certainly attributes of the Savior. But oftentimes, we forget the other side of Christ. We forget the one who flipped tables. We forget the Jesus Christ that reprimanded the hypocrites and the Sadducees and Pharisees because they were in the wrong. Yeah, the man who's so immovable in what he was doing. Yeah. And, like, just accomplishing so much and changing so many hearts that he was, you know, in, you know, a monster. Yeah. Like, and Jordan Peterson points this out, too, is this understanding that in all great stories, the hero's a monster. And he, he's like, you can name any movie out there and they're monsters like harry potter he's a rule breaker right he is constantly breaking the school rules and what is known as like the wizarding laws why all because he's facing a greater evil but it's also this understanding that uh, i actually learned this principle in wrestling my dad taught it in a way that it was twa and what TWA stood for was that winning attitude. So you had that winning attitude, whether you won or lost, you handled it like a champion. But it also stood for a terrible, wicked animal. And what he explained was that when you are on that wrestling mat, you are a terrible, wicked animal. Off that wrestling mat, you are a classy gentleman. And so it's the same in like martial arts or in any physically contact sport that you know how to battle and you know how to go to war, but the point is you don't have to use it unless it is necessary. So that's how you be virtuous. That's how you be Christ-like. It's this understanding that there is a monster lurking inside, and if and when needs be, it'll come out. But until then, you will be that gentle giant. You will be that kind person. You will be that meek person. Mm -hmm. But when you do need that monster, it's there. Yeah. I think I'm just going to pipe in and read the actual quote. Yeah, absolutely. And just so they can get, you know, understanding. So Jordan Peterson says, 
well, like society says, you should be harmless, you should be virtuous, you shouldn't do anybody any harm, you should sheath your competitive instinct, you shouldn't try to win, you don't want to be too aggressive, and you don't want to be too assertive. But he's like, no, they're absolutely wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster. And then you should learn how to control it. So it's pretty cool because he talks about the importance of like honing in and recognizing that part of yourself that is the monster. But then there is that aspect of you need to learn how to control it, right? But there are times, you know, in your life where you are going to be working with certain individuals and you are going to be making decisions that require you to be an absolute monster, to absolutely stand firm in what you are fighting for and to not take no for an answer. And absolutely. to, you know, and to fight and like fight fight until you win yeah yeah absolutely you know if you read in the bible countless stories and i'm not even talking about the life of jesus christ his is paramount to all other acts and stories in the bible because he is the greatest monster yeah. he is probably the biggest the single biggest rule breaker in history he, next to criminals he Right? broke the law of Moses. He fulfilled the law of yeah, Moses. He shattered it. Which was like both the religious and the legal binding law of the day. He completely demolished he it. He shattered it. Like he came <laughs> in and he destroyed it. And he made people very much aware of how foolish they were and he made for following it. so uncomfortable. Yes. He made them so incredibly uncomfortable. Yes. And it wasn't that he was just only like this virtuous, harmless, like person he was very strong and even like uh, he was so assertive yeah and like aggressive in his like approach to fulfilling the law of moses and bringing in the higher oh and it's incredible and so when i even look at him he's like i said he's the paramount example but then look at his apostles after the savior was crucified resurrected and then departed his apostles were just as unrelenting in their cause for christ I mean, I was just reading in uh, Acts, and it was um, Peter, and he goes off, and he goes off with the apostles, and he's teaching the people and all the things, and people are starting to just like fight against him, and finally Peter just stands up and fights back, and he's like, "No, like repent, change, be better. Like what you are doing is wrong and foolish," and so when I look at not only these apostles examples but i also look at the people in this day and age that are so willing to fight against tyranny all the time jordan peterson he's is one monster. of those people he's a monster and he doesn't care he's assertive he makes people uncomfortable yeah he stands so firm and yeah he believes it and it's like i think all people need to be more like that and and no matter what your beliefs are no matter what your understanding is if you have that conviction you know that courage of your conviction like fight for what you believe is right fight for what you believe is true absolutely like be all those great things you know be kind but be disciplined be unrelenting but like very very kind like understanding sure you know i mean i just look at it in this way that people just think there's only one side to being a good person they only think it's about being nice. Yes. It's all about just being nice to people. Yeah. Oh, just be good. Just be just nice. Just be nice. Just let them walk on you a little because that's the nice thing to do. Just just don't say what just you really believe in. Just sidestep so that they can So they, they feel through. okay. 
Yeah. You know, make other people comfortable. Just be a nice person. Yeah. And it's, why? Why are, it's just, Let them punch you in the face. Right. Why don't you? Yeah, like in a fight at school, the kid who fights back. Yeah. Is like. Oh, that's actually a prime example now that you bring that yeah. up. When I was in elementary school, and this was before it got so psycho. Right. Right. This was like probably the brink of when it started to get a little weird. I was in elementary school and we got a new principal and she was, she had some different views and we had this huge assembly one day, the entire school gathered K through sixth grade, right? (laughs) And she's like, she says, if you are being bullied, you run and go get help. Or if you are being, if you see somebody being bullied, you run and go get help. Don't intervene. Let it happen and then just go get help. And I'm like, by the time somebody goes and gets help, and I'm, I'm thinking this is like a fourth or fifth grader, mind by you. By the time someone gets help, like, the but, kid's Yeah, the gonna kid's be... going to be bloody and like half dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I tell my dad this. And my dad, mind you, my dad grew up on a farm. He was a wrestling coach for 35 years. He's a wrestler. He was a wrestler for longer than that. And I tell him what's going on, and he's like, yeah, no. And so he gives me a note to take to school, and I give it to my teacher. Then my teacher gives it to Miss Harwood. Oh, excuse me, the principal. <laughs> um, and so she she gets this letter, and it says basically like, I ho- hope you know my sons, because I'm, my little brother was also at the school, have all my permission to defend themselves if they are ever being bullied. And they have my permission to defend anybody who is being bullied both physically and emotionally. And so she calls my dad, because my dad's a teacher, he's in the school district as well. And she's like, hey, I would like to meet with you. So he drives up from school that day, and he goes and meets with Miss Harwood, the principal, and uh, she's just like, so it seems that we have a contradiction on on the matter. He's like, no, it seems that you are wrong on this matter. He's a complete monster. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you cannot tell me that you shouldn't defend yourself. He goes, that's against everything that we believe in I as think. human beings. And he referenced the Bible and he referenced, like, it was insane. My dad just, like, threw down with this lady, right? Because my dad is a monster. Right. Yeah, he is. And I just look at that and I was just like, that's exactly what people are trying to get us to do. Oh, just lay down for them. Yeah, just... Yeah. Just let them beat you up a little. It's it's okay. You know, and then go tell somebody about how it was just bad. Like, no. No. Like, stand up for yourself. Fight back. And this is By a, all means. And even in this day and age that we live in, like, this is what we're going to teach our kids. Of course. Jordan Peterson says, says something else. I can't remember the exact quote, but he's like, do you want your kids to be strong? Or, or do you noodles. want... He calls or, them noodles. Is it noodles? Something like uh, Or do noodles. you want them to be noodles? Yeah. And it's like... You want to raise strong children. This world in which we live is a very to, rough, tough you place. You have to raise strong children. Yes, absolutely. And again, the Savior is a prime example of that. He was strong, stronger than anybody that has ever walked this earth. Right. If you want to pattern your life more and more like the greatest human, the one who was perfect, you need to stop just looking at him one way. Yeah, I agree. And we all do, right? 
like we are, oh maybe maybe I shouldn't stand up for myself in this situation because is it really worth it? It's, and I just think it always is. I do too. I'm starting to like believe in this more and more. And something I was gonna say too is, you know, being a monster doesn't mean you're the bully. It doesn't no. mean it doesn't mean you're the kid at school bullying other people and picking fights. But it means that you you are so strong in what you believe in that you are willing to stand up against those bullies Mm -hmm. to fight that tyranny you know whether it be in elementary school whether it be in your communities against you know leaders who feel are crooked that's what it means yeah it doesn't mean that you're the bully no absolutely not making others feel you know and like being tyrannical yourself absolutely not but it's just that you're the monster fighting against this tyranny well i look at it this way meg's father He's not as intense as my dad. Still a monster. Still a monster. He does not get pushed around. And he, Well, he doesn't get pushed around and he fights for what he believes in. For example, he ran for school board because mm-hmm. he saw that his kids were going to this education and he didn't agree with what was going on. Right. And so instead of sitting back and being like, oh, like maybe I'll just, you know, see how it goes. It's like, no, actually, I'm going to try to make a difference. Even if I don't, like I'm still going to try. You know, and I think uh, there's a quote. I don't know the exact who said it exactly, but it's basically for evil to triumph. It is only necessary for good men to do nothing. And again, that just emphasizes the word good. Good doesn't mean just kind or meek. It means that good, like it means strong. It means powerful. It means disciplined. Good encompasses a whole lot of other things other than just being kind and gentle. Yeah. And that's what Christ was. He was good. He went about doing good. And that means standing against tyranny. And that means healing the sick. That means being kind. It means that as well. But it's like, that's just one side of it. Yeah. I think this principle, so it reminds me of a time in my life. So when I was a freshman in college, I joined a pretty, like, intense, like, track team. Yeah. And it was awesome. But initially, I think I was pretty unsure of myself, and I was okay just kind of to, like, go with the flow, back of the pack, try not to be noticed. But as I was, like, starting to train for my season, I started to notice, like, qualities in the people who got to travel, who got to go to the events. They were monsters. And they were monsters. And so, but in my head, so I didn't know this principle yet, but in my head I was like, I wasn't rude, but I was like, okay, like when you're in a workout or on the track, you are an absolute dog. Like you are here, you are getting the job done, and you are going to do what it takes to be noticed, to win that repeat, to like step up to the line with that confidence and to start running workouts really, really well because I really wanted to travel. So I I, I made a switch. Yeah. And every time the repeats were there, I just threw myself like front and center, pushed myself into the fold. And I was like, I'm here. And then I would run and I would run and I'd run really fast, (laughs) you know. And what started to happen is, you know, my coach, who was also, you know, a monster in a lot of great ways, like started to take notice. You know, because I asserted myself. Mm -hmm. I put myself in the mix. I said, I don't care who you are. And what you've done because I know who I am and I know what I can do. And I started to run workouts that way. And so during the repeats the whole time I was like, I'm a dog. I'm an absolute dog. 
And what happened was, is I started, I was the only freshman that ended up being able to travel that whole season. Mm -hmm. There wasn't any other freshman. And I kind of attribute it to that like dog mentality. And here's the thing. I was great friends with all of my teammates, like outside of the repeat, outside of the practice, like cheering them on. We were great friends. I had so many friends on that team and it was awesome. But it was like in the moment when I needed to be a dog, I absolutely was. And there was no one or nothing that could like stop me from like, you know, fighting that repeat out and like, you know, making it work out. And it worked out. No, yeah, absolutely. That's the whole principle behind it. It worked. What you're just saying, yeah. <clears throat> there was even one at, when I was running on BYU's team, um, both the men and women are very elite teams. They're really, really good. They're always consistently top four in the nation. Their distance team, I should say. There was a there was a workout we were doing. It was like endless four hundreds, which was twenty by four hundred. And my coach was like, "All right, everybody, change your spikes." And mind you, we only had I think it was ninety seconds in between each four hundred. And so everybody's changing their shoes, and so I'm changing my shoes, and then he just lets the repeat go. And you're like still. And I'm changing my shoes. There was four of us that were still changing our shoes. And we were trying to hustle. Like we weren't we weren't just like dilly dallying. We were like, yeah, we know where we're going. Oh, we we gotta put our shoes on. But no one else put their shoes on. And so he like turns to all four of us and he's just like, You guys are too slow. Like I this this whole workout's premise is the ninety seconds. And I was like, Yeah, we were aware of that. (laughs) And so all four of us are just sitting there like (laughs) I'm livid. They're just like shocked. (laughs) And so we go on these next repeats. We only had like, I think four left. So we do our all four of them. And this is when they start getting fast, right? So we went 59, 59, 58, 57. Right. And then I was like, I'm doing another one. I was like, and you're timing me. (laughs) And so all four of us that like missed it, we went again. And then I ran like a 54. And your coach. Was and my like, coach was like, "Man, I should I should make you mad all mad all the time." His coach is the nicest. He's guy. the nicest. He probably guy. didn't even realize what he had. Probably done. until he turned to us and, and was then like, he probably probably we I don't know. But so anyways, uh, he's like, "Yeah, I should make you mad all the time." But like that's the whole premise behind the monster mentality. You know, it's like yes, be kind, be nice. But then there's a time when you need to be unrelently, that you need to be the dog, as Meg put it, and, like, get things done. Yeah. Don't don't just sit through life and wait for opportunities to happen. Like, go and make them happen. And that's part of the monster mentality. It's like the world isn't just going to give you everything that you want. It's no. not going to come on a platter, and it's not going to be this cookie cutter. You have to put yourself front and center on that line. Yeah. Put yourself out there. You have to take a risk and like make put it Put yourself happen. in the rat race. Be that dog. Absolutely. You know? There's one more thing I wanted to say. And so I think this analogy is great in sports. But Elijah and I, like this summer, we started to really apply it into our personal lives. Just in our boundaries. We, we talked about this in the boundary party. But this monster principle just goes straight hand in hand with that. And we started to become kind of monsters in the way that we, like, manage and control our own life. Uh And the way we, like, work with other people. Yeah. And the way that we... And people have noticed. Yeah, and the way that we, like, you know, are passionate and loyal towards each other and our goals. And people have taken notice. Yeah. And what's crazy... And it's actually been better. Is they respect it. Yeah. 
at first it makes people super uncomfortable. It makes them super uncomfortable and they will fight against it. Yes. To see if you'll cower. Yes. And then when you don't, they cower. Yes. It's not even that they cower, they just respect it. They just it. respect yeah. it. And it's, I don't know. So I just, yeah. That's well, all I really no, have absolutely. To say. It's just that understanding. It's like be a monster when it is necessary. Don't yeah. let people walk on you. And that includes family members. If it is not okay for you to, like, go to every family event, don't. don't. Say no. Like, buck up, be a monster, take responsibility for your life, and say no. And, but it's like, oh, I just want to be nice, and I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. No, make like, uncomfortable. that's not life. No. Like, that's just not how it goes. Absolutely. So, at this point, I feel like we've reiterated this enough. But, again, just... Be good, but that understand what that actually means. Right. Understand both sides. But thank you so much for listening, you guys. We encourage all of you to be monsters, but learn how to control it, as Jordan Peterson says. And please go listen to our, or not listen to, but please go like and follow all of our other pages. They're on Pinterest and Instagram. There, we you can also listen to us on, I think almost all the. Platforms. platforms now um share it with friends like if you like and really enjoyed this podcast like share it with somebody else so until next time bye guys you've been listening to the endless party please feel free to join us over at our website theendlessparty.com for more of our content also we would love to hear from you leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about Seriously, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, whatever it is the platform says to do so that we can keep partying together.